Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. I'll do it. I'll be okay. Just nerves. Here. Think of it as the starting pistol. I don't know if I can. For your country, Raphael. For freedom. I can't. Shall I help? Help? I'll do it for you. Here, give it to me. I'll do it. Yes? Yes. Raphael? Raphael? It's just a transfer. Can you hear me? I know that you're there. Project Raphael by Jenny Stevens. Episode 1. Oh, I tell you, Malcolm, that hill gets steeper. <sighs> Not helped by having this in the basket. Accounts time. And the uh, gears are getting a bit sticky. I'll take a look later. Get this into the oven, will you? Is, uh, is there any tea in the pot? Just brewed. What is it? Nut potlets. We had a few left, and I know that you like them. How's uh, how's things here? Quiet. We'll stop moping. Anyway, I saw your ad in the Echo. Might not be quiet for long. So, happy to be back at Scarpendale, Agent Evans? Yes. Where's Agent Raphael? He's a bit out of it at the moment. Is this coffee fresh? I think so. Well, it wasn't like the good old Cold War days. So you keep telling me. MI6 are downscaled. They aren't delivering. And we've had confirmed our move from research and development to fully operational. You said when you messaged. In no uncertain terms. Congratulations. Hardly. We've nothing actually in place. But the world security has gone to critical. We know. So, results, not research. Milk? In the fridge. Wonders will never cease. And the Noblovsky colony? They're using para-intelligence. They beat us to it. Yes. Using narcolepsy and ESP. We knew that. But we didn't know about revenant agents. We suspected. How did they do it? One of their agents died, courtesy of MI6. Created a powerful aura. Noblovsky managed to harness him. Not good. Not good? He'll walk into the World Bank like it's an open day. He'll sit in on briefings like Auntie came to tea. No, it's not bloody good. About time, though. Make the years of research here amount to something. MI7 needs something to show them fast. You've been keeping on top of things, haven't you, Finch? Yes. This inbox hasn't been opened. Raphael put me onto something else. We're becoming operational, God help us. Not the time to take your eye off the ball, Finch. Something cropped up. Wow, look at this. Malcolm Holmes. Who tracks him now? Agent Mullery. Malcolm Holmes has placed an advert as a ghost hunter. <laughs> Bingo. Let's see. He's out of the closet and left the door swinging. Well, well, well. Tell me you followed this up. I said Raph put me onto something else. Well, it had better be big because Holmes coming out is momentous. And timely. Where is Raph? There's something you need to know about him. What? He's transferred. 
transferred? I tried to stop him. I argued When you him. say transferred? Yes, last week, when you were away. I tried to get the gun off him, but he was determined. He shot himself. What? Don't act surprised. You've been tailing ESPers and ghost grooming for years. What have you done? He knows it's unreliable finding revenants to gather information. Noblovsky got lucky and had an agent die. Raff knows it's time to put up or shut up. So he decided to go himself. He's dead. We're spooks, aren't we? He just took it a bit, literally. Project Raphael. Him, leading a battalion of intelligence gatherers on the other side. You're telling me he deliberately killed himself to become a revenant? A ghost agent, yes. He was perfectly rational about it, Evans. You've worked on this for years, finding psychics, finding ghosts, revenants. revenants. Most of them Victorian paupers and little old ladies useless to us. I don't believe this. He knew the world's much more dangerous now. Especially with the Noblovsky colony, they're rogue. I know that. They don't play by the rules, even the warped ones that countries play by. He knew that we're under threat. All your work, everything at Scarpendale. Stuff Scarpendale. This is why he didn't wait for you. He knows this is the only way to get into Noblovsky. That's what he cares about. But to kill himself... How strong is his presence? Ah. That's the problem that Raphael didn't foresee. How strong? Nothing's registering. Nothing? Absolutely zilch. in the echo looks great i know i cut it out and i put it on the board in the shop oh thanks is there any response to it yet give it a chance it only came out today well at least you're doing something oh would you believe it we're completely out of bulgar wheat i went in to pay for next week's ad into the office at the echo would you uh, would you like wild rice with nut cutlets yeah just salad oh good idea do you know who works there where at the Echo. No. Polly Williams. Who? Do you remember Anthony Williams in my class at school? Oh, yeah. It's his baby sister. Oh, yes, I remember. Is there any alfalfa in that sprouter? Uh, yeah, do you want it? Yeah, please, love. Well, she must be uh, quite grown up by now. Is she doing work experience? No, she's 23. Never. Mm. She's back from university and works on reception there. She was interested in me advert. I said I'd ring her if anything happened about it. She said she might shadow me, you know, write an article. Well, I thought you said she was a receptionist. She is, but she wants to get into journalism. If she writes a few pieces, I might take her on. Well, so you've been busy. That's good, Malcolm. Getting out and about again. Don't go on about it, Mum. I'm not. I'm not. It's just good that you're picking yourself up. OK. It was... It was just an episode, love. You know, the... Uh... They might take you back at the library if you promise never to do it again. Mum! What? No. Well, why not? It's still happening. Oh, no, Malcolm. I mean, I think the doctor was right about the library. Of course the same people keep coming in. This time I'm sure I'm being followed. Still nothing showing? They don't always show immediately. Usually it takes time for their aura to regather. You should have stopped him. It was his own free will. Well, maybe that's the problem. How do you mean? 
All the revenants we've ever monitored. What have they in common? Usually death was sudden, like Agent Raphael's. And violent, like Raphael's? Yes. So far, so good. But that's not all, is it? Suddenness of death has the strongest correlation to strength of spectral showing. It's in the manual. But Raphael was expecting it, wasn't he? More to the point, he was complicit in it. He planned his own death. He was reconciled to it. No wonder there wasn't enough BK energy generated. You need shock, anger, distress to power a spectral appearance. Suicides can produce a powerful aura. They're seriously complicit in their own deaths. They're tormented. They're compelled to it. And what's the third correlation? The third? Yes, in producing high VK energy in Revenants. Um... It's unfinished business. So what did you do? I see you invoked the large payout system. How much? 4.7 million. Great. So, his family are millionaires. He's heading for the history books as the first especially created Revenant agent. Everything he wants and, bingo, one contented corpse. There's no anger to power his spectral force. Well, don't blame me. You and Raph set this project up. You spent years investigating ghosts. Revenants. Whatever. And finding psychics. It's you, Evans. You put it into his head. How to get a reliable Revenant. It's a no-brainer. Just become one. But there's nothing there. Look at the screens. Not a flicker. Hang on. We're getting something. What? Here. See this line? Sub-electrical activity? Look closely. The faintest twitch of movement. It has to be him. Magnify it. There, it's at maximum sensitivity. If someone turns on a light three floors up, it registers like an earthquake. But look, just there, tremors. Is that it? You should be pleased. A week since transfer? A week yesterday. Eight days. That's when they reach their peak. If that's him at his strongest, we're in trouble. We need to reach him if he's going to be of any use against Soblowski. We can see him there. I've seen this before at eight days. Some minuscule activity. They get no contact, so they fade away. Within how long? Sometimes hours. We need to communicate with him, not just register him as there. It's not all varium monitors and synoptical meters. You see, Finch, we need our conduits. We need flesh and blood. So we use a psychic? Looks like Malcolm Holmes has emerged just in time with his ghost finder advert. We'll need to take a closer look at him. It is just a coincidence, isn't it? Him emerging right when we need him. I was expecting something. Agent Fletcher was monitoring him about a month ago at the library. Holmes got twitchy, thought he was being followed. He was. Then the ruckus in the reading room. Holmes jumped on Agent Fletcher. There was a right punch-up and Holmes got himself sacked. So he's your next Madame Arcati? You and Raph got us into this. We have to sort it out together, Finch. Or we'll both end up as security guards in Mother Care. The Ministry will see to that. I'm going to phone him. Who was that? My first customer. Well, congratulations. <laughs> now, have your cutlet and tell me about it. It's the laughing dog. You know, up on the moor. Mm, I know it. Sat all coaching him with steep red roofs. On the right, it's just before that MOD place. That's it. What's this on it? Artichoke sauce. Do you like it? Interesting. Anyway, he wants me to go up and look in their cellar. Just find out what's going on. Mm -hmm. Bottles keep getting smashed and he thinks it's the bar staff. But the bar staff swear blind it's a ghost. So what's he want you to do? Find out one way or another, he says. When? Tonight. Oh, well, good. That'll get you out of the house. Mm. Yeah, but not until midnight. Hey, where are you going? To ring Polly Williams from the Echo. I said I would. Yeah, but you're not Cutlet. 
He's agreed to come. He's delighted. The laughing dog at midnight. Not straight in here. You set up the tests at the laughing dog. I know, but this is urgent. We need to vet him for any malevolent auras. I'll bring up his file. I know Holmes's case. We've monitored him since he was four. Four? Yes, Agent Finch. It's not all gadgetry and gizmos. I think you'll find, Agent Evans, that I'm not limited to gadgetry and gizmos, as you put it. I use whatever is at my disposal. Yes. More's the pity for Agent Raphael. I couldn't stop him. And his family are now millionaires. Shame he can't enjoy the winnings with them. He's still here, Evans. Weak, I grant you. But I'm not going to give up on him. Are you? No. Good. So we better get ready to meet Holmes. What's the deep background? His teacher first noticed things about him in infants. So, very prepubescent. Yes, and very pre-poltergeist. He got upset one day, saying the class rabbit was dead. They took him out to the playground and showed him Benjamin Bunny. It was happy as anything, bobbing about in its cage. Next day, the same thing happened. Tears and tantrums. They took him out to show him the rabbit, opened the cage. Blood and guts everywhere. Could he have done it himself? That's what the teachers thought. And? It was a fox, the vet confirmed it. OK. Foreshadowing of events, but hardly communing with the departed. When the teachers asked him about it, he said that it was the old lady who'd warned him. The old lady, they said. You know, he said, the one that lives in the woods. And was there an old lady? Well, there was a little clump of trees at the end of the playground. The teachers asked around and did a bit of digging in the library. Local history, that sort of thing. I think I know where this story's going. They found that before the school was built, the wood, the clump of trees, was much more extensive. About 90 years previously, an old lady had indeed lived there. And it was her who told him? Probably. You see, she'd been found dead one day. Some people thought that she'd been murdered, but they couldn't really tell. There wasn't much left of her. She'd been scavenged, ripped to shreds by foxes. Out at the Laughing Dog. I hope you'll find it interesting. You're doing me the favour. The editor said that if I write him an article on spec, he might print it. And if I do enough over the next few months, he'd think about me when a job came up. At least interview me, he said. Oh, that's great, Polly. Mm, we'll see. Might be his way of getting cheap copy. So he might not even print this? Oh, I'm sure he will. It's a really quirky story. You setting yourself up as a ghostbuster. <laughs> Hardly that. Yeah, it's big news in Ashby under more. <laughs> Have you told him you're doing this piece? No, but honestly though, Malcolm, he'll love it. Here you go. It's a, a Sam. Organic. Thanks, Mrs Holmes. Oh, Moira. Moira. So, uh, Malcolm tells me you work at the Echo. Just as a receptionist pay off my debts from uni. Oh, well, it's a foot in the door, though. Exactly. Your brother always had a lot of get-up-and-go about him as well. <laughs> Mother thinks I'm a bit of a no-hoper. Oh, oh, now, that's just not true. You know it isn't, Malcolm. <laughs> Carrot cake, Polly. Uh, thanks. Looks lovely. She's disappointed I didn't go to university. They'll each to their own. Wouldn't have suited you. You know, uh, Malcolm worked in the library. Yeah. It was perfectly respectable. You thought it was boring. I never did. She used to enrol me in correspondence courses because I hadn't <laughs> been to college. Malcolm's got this thing. Mum. <laughs> he keeps thinking he's being followed. Oh? <laughs> you make me sound barking. <laughs> Just explain it. This cake's delicious. Oh, it's from the shop. 
Oh. Nuts for you. Yes, that's it. Well, Malcolm said you ran it. I bought some falafel in there the other day. Oh, good. <laughs> Are you a vegetarian? Anyway, Mum, Polly says this is sure to be printed. Well, I should hope so. They're always looking for stories, she said. Not much happens round here. Oh, you must be joking. I hear it all in the shop. What? Did you hear about that lottery winner? No. A big win? Over at Four Lane Ends. You know, the big houses. Yeah. It's sad, really. The husband died in some sort of accident only a week or so back. Apparently, it was so messed up that the family weren't allowed to view the body. That's awful. Anyway, when they got his clothes back from the hospital, they found a lottery ticket in his pocket. All six numbers. Honestly? So I was told. Over four and a half million. Now that should make the front page. Thanks, Mum. What? She's here to do a piece on me and you're trying to send her chasing over to four-lane ends. I wonder why it's not been in. Maybe they don't want any publicity. You're joking. That doesn't stop newspapers. Perhaps we should be going. If you've finished. Yeah, sure. Your car or mine? Um, Yours, if that's all right. Malcolm doesn't drive. The environment. Very commendable. I don't use mine if I can help it. Well, this is really exciting. wonder if we'll see any ghosts. Check him for lingering plasma. Yes. In case a passing revenant has latched onto him. I do know the routine. We need accurate readings on him and to make sure he's clean, then we'll take him back with us. Immediately in the van? Raphael could evaporate within hours. We need to get to him. Here we are. Still a couple of cars left. Well, we'll wait for them to drink up. Won't be long. I know you don't like it here. I don't mind it. You never go in the room, though. It's best left undisturbed. Rubbish. It's like Piccadilly Circus down there. Bar staff, delivery men. I find it a bit odd. It's not odd. Seeing as how you found this place for us. It's no big deal. Got you into MI7, though. It didn't. You were still on secondment when you led us to this place. So what? So you don't want to go back to your desk at the home office. You discover the laughing dog with resident ghost. Perfect for testing potential psychics. Bingo! The bosses love you, and you're here to stay. You know Raphael's theory. Let's get in there. You're a revenant here yourself, but scared of it. We've got work to do. I like your mum. She means well. <laughs> Have you always been a vegetarian? I take it you're not. <laughs> Sorry. She's been a veggie, I'd say, for about 25 years. She got a conscience about the Sunday roast. So you've been veggie that long? Me? Well, don't tell mum, but... You know how the library has late night opening on a Thursday? Yeah. Well, that was always kebab van night for me. (laughs) (laughs) Malcolm! Humidity register? Check. Electromagnetic field scanner? And check. Good. So, do you think she's in there tonight? What? Our little apparition in the storeroom. How should I know? Just wondered what you thought, that's all. Evans, I'm not a ghost seer. No. Funny, though. What? When you did go in that time, our little revenant didn't half kick off. Bottles and barrels swirling like it was a tornado. The monitors here boiled. Coincidence. This all looks fine. Now, if you want to be useful, go in there so I can check the sounds coming through okay and that the tracers can hit their targets. So you want me to go in there? Not scared, are you? Thought you might do it for once. 
I'm the one with the gadgetry and gizmos, remember? Do you really think you're being followed sometimes? I know it sounds a bit... Well, you know. <laughs> to be honest, it, it does a bit. I mean, it's Ashby under more, isn't it? I see the same people six times a day. It's just a small place. <laughs> I suppose. Here we are. Some lights still on. It's just that I seem to see more than my fair share of white vans. Like that one there? Oh. It's a pub car park. It's just a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Have you got a fix of me here? Yes. The CCTV's okay and the sound's coming through fine. I'm just checking the traces. Check the lock on and follow. Move around. Anywhere in particular? Just around, okay? I've lined up the heart monitor. Next is the brain activity scanner. How tall is he? Five nine. Okay. I've got it locked onto you and it's following. Your hypothalamus is a bit warm, though. <laughs> Did you hear that? What? Did you hear something? No. So, how long have you had this thing? What thing? You know, gift. I don't know. Not so much a gift as a nuisance. I've always kept quiet about it. Our Anthony never mentioned it. No. Just said you're a bit strange, that's all. <laughs> Hello. You must be Malcolm Holmes. Yes. Hello. And this is Polly. I was only expecting you. Polly's my temporary assistant for the evening. I hope that's okay. Well... She's from the Echo. Um, actually, she's doing a little piece, a Ghostbusters type thing. Oh, really? But take no notice of me. I'll be as quiet as a mouse. Not a problem, is it? No. No, of course not. Do you want to show us the source of the trouble? Yeah, sure. Come through. This way, through the bar. Proper journalist, are you? Hard news? I'm moving in that direction. Now watch these steps. It's steep. Here, I'll put the light on. Gosh, it's cold. Stay upstairs if you prefer. Uh, no, it's fine. I don't want to miss this. As I said on the phone, I'm not convinced there's a ghost, but my bar staff are threatening to down tools if I don't get it checked out. Well, if it's there, I'll be able to tell you. It's in this cellar here. Ladies first? What's behind this other door? It's just stuff. Can I take a look? Why? Ghosts might move through it. It's just full of personal stuff. But this is the one you really want. This is where it all happens, shrieking and throwing things. Come on through. So, this is the room. Those barrels tend to roll about and bottles smash. I think it's the Butterfingers bar stuff. Could be. So, I'll leave you to it. If I may, I'll be up in the bar clearing glasses if you need me. Are you okay? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Have a seat. Thanks. Oh, oh watch it. <laughs> Thanks. How long do we wait? Till something happens. And if it doesn't? We'll wait till morning. Great. Is that okay? Well, it's better than the bailed and budgie breeders. Not a lot. Who the hell is she? From the Echo. Great. I thought we had an understanding with the Echo. Nothing about Scarpendale, nothing about the laughing dog. It's no big deal. She's just writing something on spec. It's not good enough. Well, get in the paper, poor kid. She'll write it up and the editor will check it out as soon as he sees the words dog laughing or Scarpendale in any order. I hope so. I mean, what do we pay these editors for? 
It's irritating that we can't take him back with us. We'll have to lose her first. Are you latched onto Holmes? Yeah. Heart trace on, brain activity monitor on, sympathico adrenal trace on. No clinging revenants that I can tell. He's a bit skittish, but no awareness of a ghost. What are they saying? Hang on. Do you find this part a bit boring? What do you mean? Sitting all alone in a cold room in the dead of night. It's okay. Not that you're alone tonight. Got me tugging along. <laughs> Is that ghost awareness? No, it's brain activity, specifically emotional, but not spectre-inspired. So, what do you think he keeps in the cellar next door? He was a bit suspicious, wasn't he? He didn't want you to go in there. I suppose not. You know what I think? What? I bet it's his secret fantasy chamber. Really? But there's all sorts of saucy gear in there. What sorts of things? Perhaps we should sneak in and take a look. The little tinker. What? He fancies her. Really? Look at his brain pattern. He doesn't just fancy her. That man has clinically fallen head over heels. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Ah! He's catatonic. Go, go, I'll monitor. Malcolm, look at me. Stop this. It's okay. Leave him in safer. I can see you. You want me to go to the top of the... What can he see? Nothing, probably just imagination. I don't want to go up there! You think he's having his own? No, he believes it. What, hysteria? Most probably. No! 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 What's happening? Out! Out! Quick! Both of you! Okay, I believe you. I believe in ghosts. That's no hysteria. There was something there! Throwing bottles at us. Are you both okay? No more, little Miss Skeptical. I'm fine. Polly, how are you? I'm okay. No, I'm fantastic. Just wait till I get this written up. I actually saw the bottles flying through the air. I'm sure it'll be lovely. Let's just get upstairs, shall we? I think it answers your question, Mr Evans. It's not your bar stuff smashing stuff down there. You were amazing, Malcolm. I thought you'd gone mad, but you were communing somehow. Those bottles, they they just came flying at us. What did you see? I've packed them both off. She's high as a kite. Come and look at this. You captured all the data? This guy is off the chart. Look, this is his love brain cell cluster, and boy, is he smitten. And here is where the ghosts started to materialise. See? You're on a straight-line comparison between the strength of the materialisation and his system response. Well, I can see it. Our equipment hasn't even spotted her presence yet, but this guy's neurons are sparking like it's the 5th of November. I've never seen anyone like this. He should be able to talk with Raphael. Talk with him? He could take him ten-pin bowling and not realise he was dead. Beautiful. Nablowski, here we come. But look here. We register tremors, and his brain patterns show him as seeing our little ghost as solid as a rock. Then... This is the interesting bit. She responds to him. The highest she's ever hit on the materialisation scale is 73 VKs, but here... When she's chucking the vodka? Yes, she's registering 87 VKs. You see what that means? What? Not only has he got extremely strong paravision, but he acts as some sort of magnifier. Eh? Holmes is actually increasing the strength of the apparition like he's a magnet, maybe. Do you see he's drawing the revenant into the room from the other side? Malcolm Holmes. Let's go get him.
In episode one of Project Raphael by Jenny Stevens, Agent Finch was played by Deborah McAndrew, Agent Evans by Aneran Hughes, Malcolm by Dan Hagley, and Polly by Emily Chenery. Sonny Ormond played Moira, and John Flitcroft, Agent Raphael. Project Raphael was directed in Birmingham by Peter Leslie Wilde. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.